everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. Today we're talking about the six-step system to handling anything. So I'm going to share with you a little bit as we go through some, some examples of some drama that has been happening in my life and uh, a process that many of my book mentors have kind of led me to. So some of them have given me some of the steps and others have given me others. And uh, I kind of have put them all together into these six steps that have six words that you can easily put on a little tiny uh, post-it note, put it to your computer uh, or wherever you need to see it. And so I'm going to tell you what the six steps are. And then, um, y- you know, you're, you're really going to want to write this down. I guarantee you, I'll be honest with you. If I could tell you out of the 500 plus episodes we've done, uh, which episode do you think would be more impactful? This is it. Okay. So make sure you write it down. If you don't, I know many of you are doing active things while you're, uh, listening, whether you're working out or, or driving or, or, you know, doing housework, make sure you come back to this one so you can write those six words down because this is a cycle that can literally change your life. Awesome. Enjoy. All right, so let's talk about the six steps to handling anything. So first of all, let me preface this with, (laughs) I've had some interactions in the past few days that really prompted me to be able to share this podcast with you. So uh, just in the last couple days, I had an experience, I'll tell you a little bit more as we go through, but uh, on Facebook, you know, Facebook is ripe for these kind of weird and wonky interactions with people, right? Uh, you know, I don't know about you, but I've got thousands of people on my friends list. Most of them I do not know. They just follow me, I think, to to have my meme access. Uh, and so there's a, a an incident that happened the last couple of days where um, basically somebody who doesn't know me uh, saw a meme and had uh, interpretations of what that meme means. And uh, quite frankly, he, you know, reached out and basically called me a racist. Okay. Uh, yeah. So how do you handle that? Right. Um, and then of course you you all who are regular listeners, you know, that I live with a preteen and two teenagers. And so, you know, you can kind of get crabby from time to time with them. Right. Um, and then, uh, I'm not the most techie of people. I I try really hard, especially the things that I really need to know. I try hard, but for whatever reason, that part of my brain just doesn't like to enact very well. So yes, I do a lot of Site K balances around that for those of you who know about Site K. But I had one of those moments this week and it really kind of, I don't know, put me into a crabby mood. So I I have this small post-it actually that is on my computer and it's got six things that I have learned, um, honestly from my mentors. So those would be my, my old dead guys club. Right. And then some of my living mentors as well have really talked about these six steps. And honestly, that post-it note sitting on my computer is kind of my best friend at the moment. So when I was thinking about what to share today, I thought, Oh, that would be a really good one. So There's six steps to this process. I'm going to explain each one of them, give you an example. uh, And I really, really encourage you to write these down. So if possible, write down what they are and and the description. uh, And then maybe later on, you want to get a little tiny post-it note too and write those six words down because I think it will be huge for you. 
All right, so the first word is pause. Now, in my opinion, pausing is probably the most important tool or resource you will ever have in your life. There is power in the pause. And actually, I'm going to put a link in the, um, the description for you that will take you right to a podcast I did a long time ago talking about the power of the pause because it's that important. So um, I think it was Viktor Frankl that talked about, you know, between the, the stimulus and response, there's a whole world of, of freedom and choice. Uh, wasn't the exact words that he used, but uh, it's so true. So there's a stimulus. So that could be a Facebook meme or an interaction on Facebook. It could be a crabby teen. It could be, you know, a moment when you're freaking out about tech, right? That's the stimulus. Now you get to determine what is the response. Okay, so you're going to have a reaction based on conditioned thinking, or are you going to respond in an intentional uh, kind of designed choice way? Okay, see, when, when there's no pause between that stimulus and the response, there's no power. Okay, now I, I am a firm believer that if you do just this one and don't do any of the other five, that you're going to have really good results in your life. So if, if you're like, okay, Michelle, I totally get it. I want to be able to handle anything, but this idea of pausing, oh my gosh. And I get it because it's, I've been working on the pause for, I don't know, five, six years. It's not something that you just say, oh sure, I'm going to pause now and voila, you're done. It does take practice. So if I go through all the six steps and you're like, oh yeah, this seems a little overwhelming, just practice the pause. All right. So the second word is breathe. Okay. So you're going to pause. You're going to breathe. Now I prefer deep breaths. Uh, I, I think that actually I know research shows us that when you're in a moment of stress or drama or trauma, you stop, uh, breathing deeply. So you basically stop getting a lot of oxygen into your system. That's not good. I hear breathing is good for the health. You want to keep doing that. Okay. Some people take it a little step further. I've got some mentors who, you know, they pause and when they go into the breath, they kind of go into a meditation. If that's your, your way and, and you're used to that, go for it. Um, there's a meditation that we did not too long ago called the uh, meditation of four. That one is pretty quick. You can do it in under a minute. So if you have a minute, you can do that. Um, but really in essence, what we want you to do is we want you to take one to two seconds and focus on your breathing. All that does is it oxygenates your body and kind of signals your body. Hey, guess what, body? We're safe. We're good. There's no bear chasing us in the woods. We're good. We can handle whatever this is. So when you signal that to your body and all of your muscles relax, you actually, um, start the hormonal process that's in uh, your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest, digest, and grow. That's where you want to be. You do not want to have those quote unquote negative hormones that are attached to stress. And when you do this, you have these good hormones. Uh, you are able to see different options that you might not have seen before. Obviously, the breathing helps to oxygenate your brain. Um, I've actually done, uh, a, um, I have a site K balance that I do for myself that, uh, when I do a certain thing that it's a very quick balance for me and it helps me relax all of my muscles. 
So I pause and I'm focusing on my breath. I do this little balance for myself. I'm actually doing it right now. And my whole body just relaxes. Now, that really sets us up for step number three, which that word for step three is remember. Okay, so the word remember is all about your identity or your oneness. So understanding that, you know, who am I, right? Because sometimes we get so caught up in the moment, we forget who we are and what we're about, what our purpose is. Uh, and we forget that we are at one with all people. Okay, so for example, you know, um, when I was dealing with this uh, gentleman on Facebook, I had to step back and after my breathing and everything, I said, who am I? Ah, yes, I'm an encourager. I'm, I'm a person who helps people think. I'm not going to get caught up in whatever label he's choosing to use for me. I'm going to go ahead and just ask him some questions, right? Because that's who I am. So I'm not going to tell him what to think, but I'm going to ask him some questions to get him to think. When I'm working with one of my crabby teens, stop. Remember, not just who I am, but remember who they are. Remember that they are um, divine beings too. And they're trying to figure this thing called life out. And when I'm, you know, wrapped up in this whole tech thing, like, oh no, I've got to remember this. Stop, breathe, and remember, guess what? This is nothing. There is a solution. Maybe you can figure it out on your own. Maybe you can't, but there will always be people there who can help you. So that, that breathing signifies for me, okay, remember who I am. Remember that I'm fully resourced and I can, I can make this happen. Okay. Now that sets you up for step number four, which is ask. So the ask part, it, it can be two, two different things. So you can ask yourself, uh, what do you want instead? Okay. So for example, when I was working with this gentleman on, on Facebook, I said, what do you want instead? I don't want to get caught up in drama. Okay. Well, what do you want instead? I want to encourage. Okay. And then when I'm working with my teenagers, what do you want instead? And it's tempting to say, I want to, you know, uh, kick them out, drive over them, whatever. It's tempting to say, I want them to change. Right. However, what do I want instead? I want to make sure that I'm showing love and forgiveness and generosity. Okay. Um, you know, when I'm, I'm having the issues with the tech, what do I want instead? I want to come at this from a peaceful point of view so I can see my options. Okay. Now I'll be honest that that piece of the ask part, uh, for yourself really should probably be about 90 to 95%. Now, sometimes you will ask the other person, what do you want? So, you know, if you're having an interaction, my husband and I were having a, a little bit of a wonky one a couple weeks ago. And I said, you know, during it, I never really thought to ask this. I don't know why, but I just, I think maybe because I've been asking myself these questions, it was a little easier to ask him. And I just said, you know, I, I get it that we're, we're button heads here on this issue. So what do you want? What, what's going to make you happy? And that opened the door for us to have this win, win, win kind of conversation. So sometimes asking the other person, what do you want? So if you've got a crabby teen, just say, you know what? I can tell you're really struggling right now. Is there something I can do for you? If so, what? If not, you know, how can I support you? Um, you know, with the tech stuff, honestly, I was doing a lot of prayer and sending good energy to my computer to say, hey, we're in this together. 
And, you know, as far as the, the guy on Facebook, I didn't ask him what he wanted other than a couple different questions. Um, but I was real careful with that one. So the more you do the asking of yourself and others, the more you'll understand when to ask a question and when not to. So step number five, honestly, you have to do the first four steps to get to number five. Everybody in weird wonky interactions tries to get to number five first, which is speak. You can do the first four steps pretty quickly before you get to the speak step. So this one is about speaking up for yourself. So let's say you're in a situation and, you know, somebody is treating you, you poorly. I was talking to a client this past week and, and, um, his boss, you know, is, is, uh, I don't know, you know, just there, there's at best, there's a lot of confusing things happening. And so, you know, this employee really needs to learn how to speak up for himself in these situations. So he's not run over. Uh, I was talking to somebody else, a, a girlfriend of mine, and she's having some relationship issues with her husband. Same thing. You got to speak up for what you want. Okay. Um, and sometimes you got to speak up for other people as well. So, you know, just realizing that, that there's other people out there that are uh, maybe not to the point where they can speak up. And so, you know, be sensitive, listen to your intuition for that. You might even ask that person, you know, in step number four, when you ask, say, you know, I, I'm noticing this pattern here. Um, can I help you with this? Right. Or what is, what is it that you want? And maybe they say, oh, I, you know, I don't want this to happen anymore. Okay. Encourage them to speak out or if they can't, you know, help them walk that path or, or speak out if you can. Okay. But be clear and direct. Okay. Don't, don't send coded messages. Okay. Don't, don't send these telepathic messages. Like you should just know what I want. Right. Um, I learned that a long time ago and quite frankly, people, I, I don't think that they think that I'm as clear, uh, as I am, but you know, I, I remember one time when my, my husband asked me, you know, what, what do you want for your birthday or Christmas or something like that? And I told him very, very, this is what I want. And, uh, yeah, no, that's not what I got. And I was like, okay, but why did you ask then? And he said, well, I thought you said that, but I didn't think that that's what you really wanted. Now I cannot tell you how many times that pattern has been repeated. Uh, and I, I just continue to speak up and say, this is, this is clearly what I want. Uh, and you know, now I just chuckle. It is what it is. Um, but also avoid, uh, passive aggressiveness. So be direct. Don't try to get your point across by being passive aggressive. That does not help. And quite frankly, there are people who are very sensitive to that. And I'm one of them that if I can tell you're doing that, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> so if you want something, speak up. And then the, the sixth step is called release. Okay. So once you've had this interaction, you, you've asked, you know, what do I want? What do you want? You're, you're speaking up for yourself. There comes a point where, when you need to release yourself, uh, maybe another person, maybe even the situation, right? So for example, with this, this, um, guy on Facebook, I, I, you know, did all the, the five steps. And then I got to the point and I said, okay, I release him to be all that he wants to be. And I pray that, you know, God will bless him and that he can be the highest version of himself. Okay. Um, with my teens, you know, usually it's a little quicker, you know, once I've gotten to this point, I can, I can release them. Like they're, they're, they're in need, you know, do you need a snack? Do you need a nap? What do you need? Right. Um, 
with the tech stuff, I had to just say, okay, Michelle, we're going to release everything related to this. And we're going to start with a fresh open mind. Okay. You really, you want to focus on flow or forgiveness, um, love, generosity, all of those higher things, right? And you can create a releasing ritual if you need. Um, sometimes that that's involved in forgiveness. Sometimes it's not. Um, but really just sometimes what I'll do is I'll actually like take my hands and kind of, uh, I, gosh, I wish I was on video now, but just like flick away stuff. Um, so for example, if I'm, you know, writing something out and I'm struggling with it and I just put my hands on it and then I just flick the paper away. And that's just a, a releasing thing for me. Okay. Now with practice, you can do this whole six step cycle in under two to three minutes. Okay. Uh, quite frankly, I think this is the best way to change your thinking. So if I were to, you know, we, we have, I don't know, 520 podcast episodes now. Isn't that crazy? It's just crazy to me how many episodes. Uh, so if you're brand new to the episodes or listening to the podcast, I would highly encourage you to listen responsibly. There are 500 episodes. Okay. So just know that. But if I were to tell you, throw out everything and only keep one thing that could help you change your thinking, this is it. This is it. Okay. So, uh, you know, one person said this week, uh, it's really comforting to know, Michelle, that someone like you who seems to have all their stuff together, uh, that even you struggle with things. Uh, yeah, I do. Absolutely. Because that's life, right? Part of life is, is, uh, confronting these things that happen in your life. Uh, there are many, um, I guess you could say not necessarily painful things, but the weird and the wonky. Okay. There, there are those things that happen in life and it really can, can show you your awesomeness. Um, it can show you your lack, but if you take that and you say, I want to do better with this and you begin to really practice that, guess what? You're going to become a better version of yourself. Okay. So I practice uh, this myself daily. Um, and again, that post-it note really helps me. Uh, if you practice it, I guarantee it's, you're going to have a different life. Okay. So knowing these steps, what is your plan to put them into action? Okay. I'd highly recommend, I know we're, we're at the end of December here. People are kind of thinking about, you know, their, their year in review and planning for next year. I would highly recommend you think about how in the world could you get these six steps in you in the next year? Uh, it's going to change your life and it's going to change the, the lives of those around you. So you can definitely email me. I would love to know what your plan is. I would love to know if, you know, once you start on your plan and you're just like, oh man, I, I'm not quite sure reach out, let me know. We can chat. Okay. Thank you so much for being here today. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, I'm so excited to share this with you today. Uh, and would you consider, is there somebody in your life who, you know, is really struggling with interactions, really struggling with the drama of life. And you think that they would be open and willing and curious to hearing this episode. If you know those kinds of people, would you just send them the, the link for this episode and uh, let's see if we can't help them change their lives so that they can change their part of the world too. Awesome. With that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.